On this episode of Matt and Quinn Watch a Thing, we stay up late to watch the greatest video game adaptation of all time. Then, we pit puppet against puppet in a Muppet grudge match for the ages. Grab some garlic bread and place your bets. Our episode four spectacular begins now. Quinn, tell me if this is too gross. I have, um, behind my right ear, I have like this, I don't know if you'd call it a zit or a cyst, some kind of gross, like, puffy, like, puffy little thing, and sometimes when I'm bored at night, I'll reach back there by my ear and I'll press on it. Oh, Dad! And sometimes I press on it so hard that it, like, bursts and it bleeds and pus comes out, and last night I, I, I started calling it, um, my pus button. Is okay, that... Dad, that's gross, <laughs> and I want to tell you one thing. What? I started the podcast. Oh my goodness, what? Hey, it's Matt. And Quinn. And we're here today in our fourth episode. It's our fourth episode spectacular. We're celebrating four great episodes. How's it feel to do four episodes? Eh. <laughs> you need more episodes than four. That's true, but before you can get more episodes, you must have four episodes. What? <laughs> before you get more episodes, you have to have four episodes. Ha ha. Makes sense. Anyway... If we sound a little loopy, it's because we're both pretty tired because last night... No, we're not. Last night, we both suffered from some joint insomnia, I would say. We had some trouble sleeping, didn't we? Both of us. So I, I came up with the idea um, to... Uh, I think a lot of people do this when you're, when you're tired but you just can't sleep. You turn on the TV and you watch something. So I tried a couple things I thought would help. First, I turned on C-SPAN. And uh, apparently, according to the TV guide, it said um, that it was a lecture about uh, the Supreme Court during oh, World yeah. War One. It was not a lecture. Well, it, it was, was a lecture. lecture. It was an old man, and the moment we turned it over there, he was talking about the Civil War, and he erupted into a coughing fit. And I he said, no. <coughs> yeah, he started coughing, and he couldn't stop, and I thought, no, nah, that's not going to help us. So then I saw that uh, the L.A. Lakers and the Miami Heat were playing a basketball Heat? game. Heat? That's right. <laughs> and I turned that on for a minute, and then I said, oh, wait, I don't like watching basketball, so that wasn't going to work. Um, you like watching basketball. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, right. College basketball's yeah, all right. Basketball. So then I thought, well, why don't we watch a movie? But what's a movie that's acceptable for children but fun for adults Wait, as well. He turned on two more TV shows. I know. I'm trying to shorten this. <laughs> All right, I'll say. Uh, then I thought, well, what's something that is um, entertaining enough, but also kind of boring uh, and pretty milk toast and won't really. I heard Dad whisper, "What's something super boring?" And I was like, Dude. "Yeah." Well, I turned on uh, Marvel's Agents of Shield, and. Apparently, the episode I'm on, episode nine, is the scariest episode they ever made. Uh, like it's it's about a, it's about demons and yeah yeah. Anyway, I was like, well, Quinn doesn't need to see this. So in the end, I thought the best idea to help us get to sleep was to watch a movie, and I picked Scott Pilgrim. Versus the World, which is one of my very favorite movies. Terrible and choice to try and go to sleep to. Terrible choice when you have insomnia, because why? It has, it's action-packed. Every second of the movie, something different is happening. Exactly. Something crazy, interesting, 
funny, exciting, is happening all at the same time. And Quinn and I didn't go to sleep. In fact, we stayed up until almost one in the morning. Almost one in the morning. Watching Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. So that's our movie for today on Matt and Quinn Watch a Thing. And I'll quickly uh, give you a rundown of the plot. Basically, it's about a young Canadian boy Uh named Scott Pilgrim who falls in love with a girl named Ramona Flowers. Mm -hmm. And to be with her, he has to defeat her seven Seven evil exes. Who have created sort of a league of, of extraordinary them, bad guys. Can what? I tell them a really cool detail real fast? Yeah, of course. Um, well, um, Wallace, Wallace actually figures out that under the ad, um, the phone number she gave him, um, it has seven X's under it. Oh, that's and right. He's like, and he's like, get it, seven X's. Exactly. So she kind of tells him from yeah. the very beginning. Well, let's, well, since you brought him up, um, we'll come back around to some other stuff, but let's talk about favorite characters. You mentioned Wallace. I love Wallace. He's one of my favorite characters, too. I also when love he him. Got, when he goes, as you can probably, oh, on the the band goes, um... Oh, yeah, sure. We're the uh, boy band? Right, well, so Scott's in a band called yeah. Sex Bob-omb. Uh Of course, Bob-omb's, do you know what those are? No. They are the little walking bombs oh. from, <laughs> from Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. And, uh, and then a sex bomb is co- sort of like a sexy lady. And so they're sex bob So, yeah, there's that. So throughout the movie, they are uh, competing in different stages of a battle of the bands to get a um, record contract with G-Man Records. And the first band they go up against is uh, Crash and the Boys. Yeah. And uh, at that first uh, goes, that first battle, Crash introduces the band. He says, crashing. I'm Crash. These are the boys. And these are the boys. And um, they have a girl drummer, and Wallace goes, Is that a girl, too? Well, is, she, is she a girl, too? Is she a boy, too? Is she a boy, too? <laughs> Sorry, I messed it up. No, but it's great. But, but is that's she the, a boy, too? Wallace is a hilarious guy. He is uh, Scott's roommate, mm-hmm. and they share a bed. And oftentimes, uh, Scott and, and uh, Wallace are sharing a bed with many uh, other people. I, um, it's a full house in that um, bed. It's, um, uh... Wallace's, it's always Wallace's, um, it's Wallace's boyfriend, Scott, and other Scott. And, yeah, <laughs> and other Scott, yes. Well, uh, and I gotta tell you, I think my favorite character in the whole movie is other Scott. He's, he's really a delight. He's um, there in life, he's there in the whole movie, he's in the moment. He, he does kind of show up a couple times, I didn't realize, uh, other Scott shows up so he much. He shows up it. like three times. Okay, yeah. okay, well he's still my favorite. <laughs> uh, we should also say, if you don't know, and you probably do, I, I, you know, I took this for granted. It's based, uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is based on a series of comic books, which I own all of and I've read and I love very much. Um, uh, so there's that. But we, what, you another. Own all of them? I own all of them, yes. How many in volume. I think there's six volumes. In fact, my wife bought them for me because she, she loves did? them. She did? She did. She did? Yeah. I actually discovered them. I got into the comics from seeing the movie. Um, we didn't mention another character that I love, as we all know, and that is not only does Ramona have seven evil exes, Scott has an ex. Oops, I mean, Scott has a girlfriend. Yeah. And what is her name? Her name is Knives Chow. Knives Chow. And you know, that, Knives, that's an interesting name, don't you think? Yeah. Do you have... That's kind of like, that seems, I wonder if that's a family name, if that was passed down through the generations. Um, I did actually go to school with a guy named Bullets McGilligutty. Really? Yeah, and uh, that's sort of the same thing. <laughs> I go to 
to school with someone like that. Oh, you want to guess the name? Um, is it Guns McCracken? No, but close. His name's Shotgun. <laughs> Shotgun Willie? Yeah. Oh, Shotgun Willie, Shotgun yeah. Shotgun Willie, you know him. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Knives, uh, Knives is uh, Scott's 17-year-old uh, girlfriend. Whenever he talks to anybody, he goes, I have a seven. I have a girlfriend. High school girlfriend. I have a high school girlfriend. Um, her, name's is not, her name is Knives Chow. She's Chinese. Yeah, it seems very important that he tells people she's Chinese. Um, but uh, so, um, so Knives is cool. I really like Knives. In fact, I have that fun. Yeah, she comes in in that really cool. She comes in at the very end of battles. And That's true. She even helped Scott in his final battle with the oh. seventh evil X. Can I say something? I haven't mentioned um, Go ahead. about, um, about, um, um, I forgot. Never mind. <laughs> well, if, um, you, if you think of it, Quinn, it's your podcast. Oh, the one up. Oh yeah, sure. Tell us about that. He gets a one up mushroom because it's he, when he goes up against the monsters, it's kind of like a gaming, like he, there's this gaming um thing thing at the arcade and it's kind of like that when he battles the seven x's and so um he um he gets an uh, extra life yeah he gets an extra life and then um he dies at at one part and then but he forget and he totally forgets that he has a one-up or an extra life he does and then it comes up in front of him and he's like and then he uses it I like that. I, I thought that part was pretty cool, too. Um, do you like Scott? Uh, he's kind of a jerk. <laughs> yeah. he's. I think some people had a problem with this movie because they thought Scott was a real jerk. What, what you're watching, though, is he, you know, he develops the movie. He becomes yeah. a better person. He learns how to treat people better. And that's sort of the whole point of the movie, really, yeah. is how Scott becomes a better person and how everyone kind of can grow and become a better person. Now, I don't exactly remember because it's been a while since I read it. Uh, but I feel like at the end of um, the books, Scott actually ends up with um, with knives. I think, and then knives chow. And then there's a um, there's a deleted scene on the on the DVD. We didn't watch the, we didn't DVD, watch the DVD, but I wanted to show it to you. Except we're we're running short on time because yeah. we have a dinner engagement tonight. Wait. So um, what? What's what? What dinner engagement? You and I. I contacted your people about it. My secretary? Yeah, I reached out to Laverne like two weeks ago. I know Quinn has a... Okay, um, Laverne. Well, Quinn, Quinn, if you want to sit down to have a business dinner with Quinn, you have to... She, You require two weeks notice, correct? Yes, I do. So two weeks ago, I did tell Laverne, and she said she wrote it down in your calendar. So I thought you knew about tonight's Excuse dinner. Excuse me. Okay, Quinn, we're doing a pod... Okay, Quinn has just Laverne! walked up. Oh, no. You should know her secretary sits in the corner of the room and watches us. You're fired. What? what You're did... fired! Get out! What? Okay, now to Oh find my god, Laverne. Oh, she's... Now to find a new secretary. Okay. Oh my god. This is this is very awkward. That one. Yeah. So... Be here five minutes. I feel okay. so bad for Laverne, but more importantly, will you be able to make tonight's dinner engagement? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, well that's all that really matters. <laughs> I have, uh, the only thing is I have a, a meeting right before that, so I might be a little late. Wait a minute, you have another meeting? Yeah. Children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's your monthly meeting with children. <laughs> I forgot all about that. 
I, I think Laverne said something about that when I said, hey, I'd like to schedule a dinner with my daughter. And she said, well, uh, it's going to have to be after she meets with children. Can I tell you a story about that? Can I tell you a story about um, watching the movie last night? This is uh, to get genuine for a second. Uh, I thought at some point you had fallen asleep because the movie, you know, we watched this really late at night. Yeah. Because as I mentioned, we were both having trouble sleeping. But uh, I thought, so I thought you were asleep, but there's a scene uh, after Scott and his band uh, opened for Scott's ex-girlfriend's band, The Clash at Demon Head, because he has an ex-girlfriend too. Um, but she's not evil. She's not evil, no, but her ex is, uh, her ex is and maybe we'll, we'll talk about our favorite fights in, in just a minute. But, um, so, he's sitting at the bar with the band, and they're thinking about what they just did, and Knives actually comes in. So it's the first time Knives and Ramona are seeing each yeah. other, and there's a lot of questions being thrown, like, who is this? And so we get a shot in Scott's head. Yeah. He's trying to decide, oh, no, how do I handle the situation? My girl, <laughs> My girlfriend and the girl I like are meeting each other. Because he's essentially cheating on knives yeah. with Ramona at this point, and and, and, Ramona. The, and he's cheating and on Ramona. And the other way around, yeah. So there's a little uh, there's a little turny thing in his head, and it stops in between it two stops. choices of I need to pee. I or, need to pee, or who her? Who her? So this is what he says: I need to pee on her. <laughs> so, yes, he says I need to pee on her, and all of a sudden, out of the silence, Quinn just starts giggling maniacally. <laughs> And that that touched my heart in only the way a child's laughter can touch a dad's heart. Hey, the children you're meeting with tonight, do they often giggle? No. Oh, they don't get. Oh, they're very serious children. We are very serious children. You guys wear business suits and. Yes, uh, we do. Okay, okay. What do you guys discuss at these children's meetings? Well, I don't really know. (laughs) Your first time meeting with them? We talk about something different every time. Oh, well, that's cool. That's pretty neat. We talked about popcorn last time. (laughs) 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 We discussed how popcorn pops and why it pops. (laughs) And and this time I think they scheduled um, why why beans make you fart. (laughs) Only children (laughs) want to discuss that terrible topic. Okay, well, let's move on. There's a lot of fights in this movie, and I'd like to talk about um, kind of our favorite fight. Hi, guys. Matt here. Uh, the next part of the podcast was lost when the idiot who edits our podcast accidentally erased it. So we wanted to get the podcast out in time. So Quinn and I re-recorded the part that idiot erased uh, outside of a Dairy Queen restaurant. Enjoy. So Scott has to fight Ramona's seven evil exes, and uh, I want to know, Quinn, did you have a favorite fight? Yes, I did. Try to say it. Try to tell okay. us about a three-year <laughs> full mouth of birthday cupcake. Um, my favorite one. Was the one where he, when he goes against um, her ex-girlfriend. Oh, yeah. I remember. That's actually not to jump in on your uh, your moment to shine, but that's actually my favorite fight, too. And I think you know why. Because I kept repeating myself. Yes. It's because Ramona brings, um, brings, brings out a huge sledgehammer. That's right. She pulls a huge sledgehammer out of her purse, and it's, it's just fantastic. Um... <laughs> 
Quinn is Quinn is disappointed that we're, we're trying to record this outside of a Dairy Queen and people are driving by blasting their music. Well, I told you earlier that when you become a teenager, uh, you will want nothing more than to drive around and blast your music around a shopping center. And what did mom say? You have better things to do, like learn and watch Hamilton. <laughs> mom said... You have better things to do, like learn and study. And I said, you can learn and study and then go bump your music around the shopping center. Huh. Did you have any other favorite fights? Yes, I have one more. It was against the vegan ah, guy. Yes. So what? tell us about that one. Well, so Scott um, has, two pe- has two cups of coffee, and one has half and half, and the other has soy milk. Soy milk. And he's making the guy guess which one has soy milk. So then, um, 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 oh, um, he accidentally chooses the one with half and half. Right. And he drinks it, and then the vegan police come, <laughs> and um, he's like, don't I get, like, a three strikes? And they're like, well, on this day you had gelato. Right. And on this day you had chicken parm. <laughs> And he's, and he's confused as to why those two dishes aren't vegan, which yeah. doesn't seem like a true vegan. You're vegan. So what do they do to him? Because they take away his vegan powers. His vegan powers, yes. That's a good one. Uh, I had a f- another favorite fight, too. It's when um, Scott and his band uh, take on the twins, um, who are twin guys that Ramona apparently dated at the same time, who kind of yeah. do synthesizer music. And with their music, they create, like, these two, um... Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm, like, really sorry I mean, we, we hung up a sign that said, please keep keep quiet, podcast taping it in process. But, you know, it's just the kind of world we live in. People aren't res- respectful when you're trying to record podcasts in a public area. Um, <laughs> Dad, it's a public area. Yes, a public area for me and you to enjoy. Anyway, Whatever. with their music, they create this big uh, double-headed dragon, uh-huh. and uh, Scott and his band create kind of this what, like gorilla Hulk a gorilla character. Like, I don't like a mix between a gorilla and a giant. Yeah, yeah, something like that, and and it grabs the two dragon heads and smashes them together, and that's kind of how they he defeats them. But yeah, so there's some really great fights. And, uh, yes, I'm digging the inside of a cupcake. And Quinn is out with my hands. That's right. Quinn is actually uh, full full disclosure. She is eating a cupcake. She's eating it sort of like like a like a vulture eats a dead carcass on the Serengeti. She's I don't digging want the into icing. it. You don't want the oh? Can I have the icing? Yeah. So what kind of um, cupcake is it? It's confetti. I already said it was confetti. Oh, you did. Sorry. Yeah. At the very beginning. <laughs> And why did they give it to you? Because of my birthday. Oh, well, happy birthday. It's not anywhere near her birthday, folks. Uh, anyway, with that, we'll uh, take a break. And, uh, oh, oh, I wanted to ask. So this is the most important thing. So what what is the rating you're going to give Scott Pilgrim versus the world? Um, I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10? I give it a 10 out of 10 stars, too. Uh, so I guess we could say it's the most perfect movie we've ever reviewed on this podcast. Yeah, and you might want a spoon to get your... Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to eat this icing, so we'll be back. <laughs> Hi, Matt here from Matt and Quinn Watch a Thing. 
When you listen to the show, do you think to yourself, boy, I wish I could get in touch with these two? Well, you can. We've got an email address. It's heymattandq at gmail.com. We'd love to receive a message from you, like this message that we got from a loyal listener. Dear son and granddaughter, I enjoyed your podcasts. I listened to them on the way to Myrtle Beach. Just wanted to say you will always be my prize child, as your charming sister always calls you. And Quinn, you are delightful as always. You're a great sidekick. Totally fun and informative podcast. Sending love and hugs. Love, Mom and Mia. That's right. If you want to write us an email like my mom did, feel free to do so at heymattandq at gmail.com. And now back to the show. What letters did you have there? Um, I had, okay. It's a bunch of doubles. Oh, wait. It's I-I-D-D-U-U-U. Oh my god, that's the worst upwards hand But then there's also I-I-D-D-U-U-O. <laughs> that's terrible. That was before I picked up, a, I put down that and picked up another U. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Quinn, I, I appreciate you not asking me uh, how I got all these stains on my pants. How'd you get all those stains on your pants? Well, <laughs> now I don't appreciate it at all. Well, today I went to the comic book store. I know. And as I was leaving, I realized I hadn't had lunch. And it was happy hour at Arby's. So I stopped and... You went to No, I stopped and got a, um, a buffalo chicken slider. Yeah, not to be eaten while you're driving. <laughs> I mean, literally half the slider... Fell off under my pants, and I didn't. I didn't feel the need to change my pants before we recorded. Uh, incidentally, I'm. I was gonna ask. Did you want to know what comics I got from the comic book store? Not really. Okay. I'll just put my bag back down. Well, it's time for our Muppet question of the week. This week, we've put together what can only be described as a Muppet Fight Club. In the spirit of Scott Pilgrim versus the World, we are having Muppets. Fight Muppets for Muppet Muppets. Supremacy. It's Muppets versus Muppets versus to see Muppets. who will come out on top. Now, what we've done is um, my wife, Quinn's mom, put together a Muppet randomizer for us. Uh-huh. And we were able to put together, um, a, a, you know, multiple fights. And we're going to discuss who we who who we think would win in each one of these fights that the Muppet randomizer created for us. And we've kept the Muppet randomizer uh, on file. Yes. Uh, if we ever need to do this bit again, if it becomes a big international hit, uh, we will do this again and again and again. Don't be negative, be positive. I have one that I really want That's one thing do. my dad always taught me when I was in a band, like our first show ever, um, at the end of a song, we kind of, it wasn't perfect. We didn't perform it perfectly, and I apologized to the crowd. And I remember my dad told me later that afternoon, he's like, hey, you guys sounded really good, but don't apologize to the audience. Cause, because if you do that, then they're like, oh, they did something wrong. If you just act like that was how it was supposed to be. So that's relevant somehow. Anyway, Quinn, we put together a couple fights. We're going to discuss who would win in these fights. And you have a question. Raising your hand is not necessary. <laughs> Nobody can see While you. While you were talking. Go ahead. What's your question? Oh, the vacuum. Okay. Um... <laughs> So, I have one, I have one specific fight that I really want to do, but you have to use the randomizer, and it's Abby Cadabby versus, um, Miss Piggy. Okay, well, 
you really want to do it, tell me why. Uh, because I think it'd be really hilarious to have, like, someone with magic against someone who knows karate. <laughs> well, who do you think would win? I think Miss Piggy. Okay, why? Because Miss Piggy, I think, would be a lot, like, ruder and would want to do that to Abby Cadabby. And Abby, Abby Cadabby is super nice, so I don't think she'd want to do something like that. To another. Well, it's funny you mention Abby Cadabby. First of all, who who is Abby Cadabby? She is a little fairy mm-hmm. who has a flying school of magic, and she's she um she's like bubble gum. She has pink and blue. Oh, I and, like she's bubble gum. What? And all that stuff. And um, she and she knows magic. She has wings and she has a wand and all that stuff. Well, our first fight. Thanks to the Muppet Randomizer, is in fact Abby Cadabby versus Bean Bunny. Quinn, your expert opinion if this fight were to happen, who would win in the fight between Abby Cadabby and Bean Bunny? I think it'd be Abby Cadabby because she knows magic. I too. Bean Bunny is just a random, (laughs) cute bunny. Quinn, you're saying now that he's cute, and you're doing air quotes again. I keep reminding her that this is not a visual medium. Oh, no, it's just... When I showed you a picture of Bean Bunny he's earlier, not. what did you say? He's ugly! That's very, very offensive. Some people love him. Okay. <laughs> you can you have your own opinion. You say it. You can have your own opinion, but... Well, I would agree. I think Abby Cadabby wins in this fight as well, because I think she would use some dark magic and turn Bean Bunny inside out. What? <laughs> All right. The next fight on our docket is... Telly Monster. Oh, wait. Is it? Oh, the next fight is, ah, Battle of the Musicians. Rolf, the piano-playing dog, versus Janice, the guitar-playing hippie. Quinn, who wins in this fight? Janice, because she can hit hit the dog with um, with her guitar, and the dog can't lift a um, piano. I would argue that he cannot lift a piano, but he could create some sort of pulley system to pull the piano over Janice's head and drop it on her, thus defeating her. Do you think, how long do you think that would make, how long do you think it'd it'd be to make a pulling system? First, he would distract her with some hippie drugs. Hippie what? (laughs) And while she's distracted, he would create a pulley system. Pull the piano over her. A pulley system? Yeah. You know, rope, circle, wheelie thingy. I don't think that's what it's called. Make pulley. Yeah, it is a pulley. That's that's exactly what it's called. Okay. I'm (laughs) just a child. I'm not supposed to know everything. It's a simple machine, I think. I'm not supposed to know everything. Final bout! You scared me. Telly Monster versus Kermit. Kermit the Frog. Kermit. Why? Oh, see, I gave this thought. Telly to me, correct me if I'm wrong, but Telly, I think, is a huge blanket with a head, right? Yeah. I say he wraps himself around Kermit, smothering Kermit to death, thus winning the fight. These fights are to the death. I should have I should have pointed that out. If you're smothering somebody with a blanket, but you aren't you inside the blanket too, you're no. gonna kill yourself. No. What are you talking about? You I'm are about real life. You are. <laughs> you're talking about real life where there's where there's human blankets walking around. Yes. 
Oh, well, Muppet Fight Club didn't go great. Um, but if you enjoyed Muppet Fight Club, let us know. Let us know. We're never going to do it again. <laughs> I think it's going to become a hit, and we're going to do it many times over. Uh, well, anyway, that's the end of our show. Uh, this was, our, I guess, our fourth episode, Spectacular. Uh, do you think it was spectacular enough? No. What What could we do? I think I know what we could do to make it more spectacular. What? I could tell you no! about the comics I bought today. That's at way too comics. boring, Dad. All right. Nobody Here cares. Here we go. Nobody cares. First of all, we got the newest issue of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, 